Hello, podcast Hello. listeners. Welcome to the comics table. Yes, thank you for coming out and joining us tonight. I'm here to, today. Today, tonight, every day. Yesterday. With Patty Hobbs. Yeah, what up? I'm Patty Hobbs, and I'm over here with the T. Smith Dog. T. Smith Dog. How you doing, T. Smith Dog? Oh, man. I'm okay. Good. I, not that you're keeping count or sending me texts every couple nights of how many downloads we have, but how many downloads do we have? Oh, like 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 2,500. Holy shit! <laughs> oh yeah, and you've aged 35 years. 35 years, years in that podcast. time. It's just a lot of work. Yeah, well, uh, we've got a lot of people to thank. People are listening to the pod. Yeah, we've got a we've got a great guest today. Um, but before we 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 get there, um, I would like to thank. All of our listeners, I can't believe that we have listeners, right? We, we have like actual listeners who are kind enough to send us notes and texts and say things to us in person. Say, like Facebook messages, yeah. emails, uh, large boxes of chocolate and heart-shaped mm-hmm. um, flowers. I got a box of sausages from one guy. Oh, I, yeah, I saw that. You have new clothes on today. Did you get those from a listener? Um, I did. This entire tux yeah. was uh, given to me by uh, uh, some kind of rich benefactor that was listening to us what i'm saying is keep it coming yeah keep you know, it coming um, we love hearing from everybody I'm, I'm waiting to get a car you know yeah yeah well that's it's probably in the mail they probably p- dropped it off the post office i do get i have gotten cars in the mail before so uh let me ask you this should we shout out people specifically at the end of the show i don't know man that's what you know i be if i'm really being honest and not being uh superfluous uh i'm always feel a little bit weird when people like i'm really glad when people come up to me and they like something they thank me but i don't know how to take a compliment so i feel weird yeah but in a good way please make me feel weird that way yeah but then at the same time would we make those people feel weird if we call we call them out at the end of the no i think they would probably feel like oh yeah i'm 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 on the inside of this podcast because this this thing is a community effort you know like we're we're asking the tough questions that the people want to hear asked that's right you know that's right you know, speaking of being inside the uh, podcast, we've we've got a a great guest inside the podcast we today. We sure do, guys. You're in for a treat. Welcome to the comics table, Caitlin Palufo. Caitlin Palufo. Oh my God, guys, am I going to get a car? Yes, yes, you're going to get a car. But tonight, oh. tonight you just get a bottle of water that you bought yourself. Downstairs. I definitely bought it myself. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but when the podcast is over, it, when you step outside, if you just raise your hand, a car will come right up to you. It'll oh probably be yellow. It'll so be I hope yellow. you like yellow. Yeah. The magic of New York City, guys. Yes. I'm so excited to be here. Hi. We're so glad you're Thank here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for squeezing us into your schedule. You're coming from stand up new york where you yes. went to a mic yes and then you got a big show at old man hustle you're just out there doing the Caitlin thing works just it running around you work just it. doing you what it, i can you make it happen do you still go to the daytime karma mics uh no those made me want to cut myself okay so mm. i well i was gonna say if you're still stopped. going then you would <laughs> officially be the hardest working comic i know it's tough it's i mean I, I was bummed when they didn't, and then I was able to uh, fill that time with writing. Yeah. Because they stopped doing those mics for a little bit. They stopped for like yeah. two months or something yeah. like that, and then they started picking up again, and I was just like, now I know. I feel like I'm a open mic girl with her big pants on. Big, yes. Big, big girl pants, pants on. Big, big pants. Because yeah. I've gained weight. What do big girl open mic or pants feel like? Um, they don't, they feel, they feel breezy, a where little do they breezy. Chafe? If what there's are, chafing, where oh, do they chafe? Oh, thighs. What Hardcore. A, what do open pants, middle thighs. open mic pants feel like? Oh, they're, they're ripped, a little sad, mm. uh, very drafty. There's poop in say. them. A little bit of poop. A little bit of poop. Just because you can't afford toilet paper. We're in New York, everything's got a little, everything's got a little bit of poop in it. Actually, I'll show you guys what I'm wearing for underwear today. No, please. This is oh, going to get visual. Right. Okay. Well, so okay. you guys will have to describe. This is the first instance of sexual harassment on, uh, I'm literally on, the, on the comics table. unbuttoning my pants. He is literally unbuttoning his pants. I am actually okay with this. So um, <laughs> actually, Tony Brooklyn's episode. It? So these are just. Gym are shorts. you wearing? It looks wow. like you're wearing a t-shirt. You're really shoving those like up high. Gray, this is a pocket. Oh, sure what? it is. That looks like it looks like you're wearing a gray t-shirt as underwear. Oh and look God. how look how many holes are in this. Patrick so Colbert, I'm wearing, you have given up. Okay. Yeah, so I'm wearing these. So this happened last like time. Like you farted straight through it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just ripped through. Let it rip. Oh, guys, wordplay. Oh, no. so fun. So, oh, you can see the drawstring. You guys Yikes. see the drawstring? All right. That's so basically sad. I'm wearing drawstring gym shorts under my pants as boxers mm-hmm. because I got to the end of the laundry again. And my only other option are these ones that have a lot of nylon in there and they make my balls so sweaty. And I talked about this when Tony Brooklyn was on. So I'm just, 
I'm just calling back to another episode with another guest. What Basically, if we get through an episode without saying balls, then it's not a complete episode. Oh, my God. Mine are so heavy. What about you guys? Are they really like... Uh, Mine are feeling light, light today, you know? Mine are not heavy because I have small balls, but the scrotum surrounding them is enormous. It's okay. Just a, All a right. Okay. Um, I got... A, I got Big old draggy nuts. I uh, yeah. I, you know what? You know what? The worst thing happened. Um, I was I was on the toilet today, and then the nuts dipped into the water. Oh, you that's old. not true. That fucking happened. I. It's so annoying. I was so upset about it. Just think, maybe they're just full of hope. Yeah, the toilet or my my balls. Your balls, and now the toilet. Well, I think all balls are full of hope, aren't they? Like yeah, in the form of sperm, it's hoping to impregnate something. Over you gave the your uterus. Balls, you gave your balls a bird bath. I, oh, nice. I did. Oh. I was very upset about it. But I'm like one of these weirdos that like always carries around um, like baby wipes everywhere I go. <laughs> the flushable kind. You they're not. Flush. They're still not flushable. You got to get. No, they're no. They're definitely well, not flushable. It says it's flushable on it. It says You are so, killing but, uh, the earth. Yeah, but they, they, mm. they're saying they've come out publicly. The government has said. You know what? These I'm going to believe it's flushable because my butthole is so clean. That's I have another upsetting. solution. I have another solution for this. How, how, how much do you guys want to get to know me? Well, I don't think I have a choice at this point, so buckle in. I have this stuff. It's a fluid that they use on the spaceship to give. They're called dry baths. They use it in nursing homes. Is that what you're gonna? No, 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 no. It's it's purely cosmetic. No, what's surface mean? I don't Uh, think I like it when Patrick says fluid. He's getting real. He's getting real silly with you today. I'm feeling weird because I'm not feeling well. Ah, oh, that's I've what it is. This is cold. sick, Patrick. I've got a cold. I'm, I'm out of breath sick from unbuckling I'm my just pants. saying, you never Still. buckled them back up, oh, so shit. any moment could be a surprise. Sorry. Oh, and I just spilled fun. coffee all over my pants. Oh, Get so. it together, Do you need guys. a napkin? Yeah, I do need oh, it. Oh, of course. I've probably got used. Of course. These are going to be gross. I don't, I don't care. I, I don't Can you oh, flush them down a toilet? Look at this. That's from the stand, You cannot flush that down Is there a hunk of booger in there? No, it's perfectly clean. So that napkin that you're holding, Tristan, is from the stand comedy club. Oh, I recognize it. Which... They have the best napkins in comedy. They do. They and do. of course, Patrick Holbert would be walking around with with it. That's because Joe Harari gave it to me the other day. I used does the bathroom. This, does this turn you on the way I'm cleaning my pants right now? A lot of friction. You're about to start a campfire the way you're wiping those pants. <laughs> oh, my God. Caitlin hasn't even gotten a word in edgewise. I'm you're literally just <laughs> soaking it in. You're, all of the fluids. Like, oh, God. I just got to hide my eyes. Caitlin Good came Lord. in today and she's like, I'm so happy to be on your podcast. I'm so excited. I'm like, great. Have you listened to it? She's like, nope, not at all. Not a one. <laughs> well, you're in for it. Some, some oh. episodes we go full WTF. We want to know about a person's inspirations. Right. We want to know why we'll they there. chose the performance, we'll what, right. what their parental issues are. Right. Today, we're like, hey, look at my look at my underpants. Well, Caitlin's a lot of fun. You know, you're a lot <laughs> of fun. Men just want to show me their balls. I get it. I, I mean, don't know I have that aura around You do, me. actually, very much so. Um, <laughs> Caitlin, does this look weird? Is it cancer? I don't know. My sister's the nurse. Good Lord. No, I was hoping you'd find out with your tongue. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Not me, you know. Just other. You're, you're, oh, you're in the bit. Between you two yeah. now? <laughs> Wait, so you have a There's sister who's a nurse? Like, I have a sister who's a nurse. My sister's a nurse. She's a badass nurse. Yeah. Well, now she's a school nurse, so she's uh, a kind of My dad yeah. growing up yeah. was a nurse. My cousin's a nurse. Has God this changed? It. Has this changed? Uh, is your sister doing ball checks to the students? I hope not. Because that would be that. a felony. Be, yeah, <laughs> See, in my school growing up, the school nurse grabbed your balls. Oh, I think. She would tell you to cough. You mm-hmm. should see a therapist. Okay. <laughs> you got to talk to All of elementary that. school. We're just going to check for hernia. Please cough and then suckle, please. Oh. And then eventually, I think in high school, it was, okay, just go get a note from your real pediatrician. My school nurse, I went to public school and they were just like, just exist. All right. Yeah. Just try not to kill yourself. Stop beating Thomas Chew up on the play area. Because I did that a lot. Because he there deserved it. There was a kid it. Okay. named Thomas Chew up? Thomas Chew. 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 She beat Thomas, Thomas Chew. Chew up. I feel bad about it. He's a nice guy, but at the same time, he would not pass the ball to me because I was a girl. And I was like, you know what? I got a problem with that because I am twice your size. And I bet that theme has continued into your life. What are you talking about? I'm fine. You're you're a strong woman. I'm something. It's something. Tell us something. Tell us how uh, you've you've dealt with uh, oppression 
as a woman in comedy. Jesus what are some, Christ. What are some examples? Oh, shit. Oh, we're talking about God. dipping balls in water yeah. and then you're going to start to talk about oppression. Well, <laughs> I think like, we just nailed a part of it. Yeah, okay. she's like, well, right sometimes now. I do these podcasts where guys yeah. just sexualize they just everything. show me their dicks. It's yeah. just like, will you lick my balls? <laughs> no, thank you. Well, because, Caitlin, you don't seem like the... Um, you, you you are very... You're very strong-willed. You're very... Um, you don't seem like somebody that would let let anybody like walk all over them. This is true. But you know, then again, like the the way that you perceive someone and the way that they perceive themselves and their w- place in the world can be totally different. So, I mean, I guess I'm different in the way that I'm I'm very non confrontational. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am strong willed and I will stick up for myself. But mm-hmm. I'll do it in a very like okay. So, I've seen okay, you do it. Okay. Mm. I've seen you do it. Oh really? Where? Oh, yeah. Which one? Well, at the stand, like mm-hmm. you and I have have worked the stand, and, yes. And when you need to put your foot down, you will put it down hard. Oh yeah. It's oh, like a- with who? Anybody. <laughs> She's a steamroller. I can't say because, like, you have to take care of a lot of uh, comics. Me. And it's yeah, like yeah. fucking hurt, like hurting cats. They mm-hmm. are just like, what about me? And what about my time? And me? And me? And it's just like. For the love of Christ, you'll get your fucking term. Nothing matters. Do that's you realize a, that? Nothing matters. Sit a huge, down. A huge pet peeve of mine with new comics is when you say, I need you to stand over here mm-hmm. so that you, I know where you are when it's time to bring you up. Yes. Like as an MC or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it might seem insane that I'm asking you to move literally three feet from wherever you're standing in that moment. Like, could you move from this spot you're in to that spot right there? And they look at me like I'm crazy and then they don't do it and they make an issue of it. I hate that person for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll look at some. They will never live it down. I was yeah. like, I told you to stay here and now you're just like, well, uh, I just got to go. I'm going to go get a coffee. I can't do you're that like, or I'd hate everyone. You. No one listens to me. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm standing up at the door. I'm like, don't like you, you, the comics come up and they want to like, mm-hmm. hey, my buddy's here. But there's like literally 20 people coming in the door. And it's like, hey, how about you and your buddy get the fuck over there? Yeah. And you, know. you realize I, that's part of my spiel. Whenever I tell people, I'm like, yeah. don't go to the door. You got to stay back here. So they're already just completely uh, oh, disobeying they, they completely, me. Yeah. And then they come and I'm like, oh, well, remember you know when what? I said this was going to be a problem? It's now a this problem. This is the season, right? Like January through March. Yeah. You have a huge influx mm-hmm. of of people that have come out to comedy. They're the funny guy at the office, or the pretty girl who everyone says they're funny because uh-huh. they want to fuck them. Yeah, and then they come out or and they just funny. Well, I mean, fuck them. I there's there's a there's a huge <laughs> amount of them between January and March that fit the stereotypes that I'm saying now. They're I'm like not saying New Year's in general, resolution comics. You can be the yeah. funny guy at the office and be a funny comedian in the long run, and you can be the the pretty girl and be really hilarious. Like legitimately, but there's but a lot of But if you get people... very funny, I don't want to fuck you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Yeah, it's <laughs> fair. No one, I don't fuck anyone funnier than me. <laughs> That's a good rule. Oh, I definitely, you know, kind of soak in that, soak in that influence. You know, I just won't fuck comics anymore. That's, That's how you get. In, uh, oh, really? Inspired. I thought you were dating a comic now. No, no, no. Max is definitely not a comic. What does Max do? Max, he's a sweet, sweet boy. Uh, he, I met him the other day. Mm-hmm. He's very, very nice. Guy. Very nice guy. He. uh he is a pizza maker. Mm. He works in a pizza, pizza shop and he makes and pizza. And, oh, let me tell you. Just kidding. Uh, I love him very much. Uh, Aww, he also he's also a barback or soon to be bartender ish kind of situation. Great. Yeah. Um, no but, desire to be. But on no, stage. I want to finish this rant real um, quick. By the way, Patrick comments. cannot stand if we get off topic. Oh, oh no, I can't. I can't. It, stand it digs it. under his skin. He's like, "Oh my god, we're we're, we're never going to finish this up." But we should. We should finish the topic. No, no, you're right. Up. You're right. Let's no, talk more about pizza back, shops. No, no, I want to go back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so so if you're just listening to the show, this show's so inside baseball com- comedian talk. But yes, in January, lots of new people come out. Yeah. to become comedians. Yes, and so now us, we we work on these shows. We're some Sometimes we and have to we've been doing these people. and it's look. I'm not. I've been doing it for like over three years, but that's that's like a drop in the bucket compared to uh, a lot of these comics who've been doing it for ten, twenty, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what I wanted to say about all this wrangling talk? We're talking about organizing shows, helping produce shows. The reason we are particular about where people stand or what people do or when they're up on the lineup or whatever. To me, I think in the grand scheme, it's we're just trying to put on the best show possible. Yeah. yeah. So every little time a comic says, yeah, but, yeah, but, well, I was thinking or, but I thought anytime a comic does that, you're just getting in the way of a person who knows how to put on a good show, yeah. putting on a good show. This isn't my first rodeo. Trust yeah, me, buddy. I yeah. want you to have a good tape. Well, yeah. and right? even, be, even beyond that, like when you, 
when you're trying to even something as simple as a mic, you know, where it's like there's like like a, a show, there could be stakes there. There could be somebody watching who could determine whether you get a spot elsewhere or who could maybe want to, uh, you know, represent you in some fashion like people get agents and managers and and all sorts of stuff at like real shows um <clears throat> but then you have a mic which can sometimes bridge the line between you know just talking to other comics in a show but you're trying to make that thing run and you know people come down there and they and they're like i'm a star already this is the second yeah. time i've done comedy yeah and i am a full-fledged star and everybody step out of the way and it's all about me and how i want to work and it's like no it's not like, yeah they don't realize yeah. how long it takes to get so, good yeah. at comedy so they're like oh i've done it like for uh you know three weeks now and i'm i'm ready i'm yeah. ready for yeah. my big time and it's yeah. like no you're gonna be if you want to get good at this you're gonna be at this for 10 years yeah <laughs> okay. i'm actually really glad i came from another career where dues paying is a part of the process yeah. and i learned how how it actually pays off in the long run to have paid dues you yeah. know so now it is very humbling being back in the dues <laughs> paying phase of this uh but it, we just have to do it right yeah, yeah. that's basically i think like some it. people uh, and some people you know they get further along faster i think what, what i think one lesson that we're learning and if you look back at all of our episodes is that the people that are really kind of making strides are the people that are hard workers and um caitlin you're a really hard worker you you write all the time you do tons of mics um you're like a real grinder right i'm a grinder baby and you're so fucking funny on shows So funny like people you get booked a lot because you make shows better really really energetic comedian oh thank you guys you've got a way of connecting with the audience that's because they just shout at them. Like, yeah. Hey, we're yeah. talking now. All I right? remember. I remember bringing you up on Cress's show. I think, and I remember you doing spending the first minute or two of your set, just like really crowd working hard, but in a very entertaining way. Or no, maybe I would. Maybe I was just taping a show. Whatever it was, I remember thinking, "Wow, she just brought everybody into the room together." in a way that the MC maybe didn't do. Mm. Uh, not that whoever that was was bad, but it was just like, oh, she's so good at, like, if she feels like everybody's not there yet, she you got them there, and then your set was amazing. I wish I could say specifically what that was. Yeah, what I can't say... I want to twirl. <laughs> what I can't articulate, Billy Joel will say. <laughs> in this song. is Billy Joel? Yeah. Oh, is it? Right? A- okay. She's right. got a way. Oh, yeah, baby. I always thought it was Elton John. Well, who is this? It's Billy Joel. Yeah. Uh, nice. Caitlin does have a way. She's Actually, a way. I'm sorry. I meant this is some uncopyrighted piece of music that right. I found off the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's domain. my Uncle Lenny. Oh, he's nice. Voice of an angel. <laughs> the buddy Joel. Buddy Joel, yeah. That's but not it's, Billy Joel. Bu- it's Buddy Joe. Yeah. Uh, so wait, wait, when did you start this whole fucking insane endeavor? Um, three years ago, I actually started the day before my 20 or yeah, the day before my 27th birthday. Okay. Yeah. When's, so, so when is that? When's your birthday? Uh, January 7th. So I'm just, uh, oh. this is three years. Happy belated oh, birthday. Thank you. Happy thank birthday. You, thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Cheers. Uh, so you turned 30 just like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have new jokes about being thirty now? No, I'm gonna try and avoid it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I definitely should. Yeah, <laughs> that is bullshit because I feel like women, you, you probably can't talk about specifics with age. Yeah, okay. no, and I, I remember telling Tristan that we probably shouldn't talk about it on this podcast, but then I'm like, eh, I'm an open book. You know what I mean? And nobody well, listens know, well, to this. Look, <laughs> Twenty five. Hundred people do. I think you Thank should be able to listening. talk about whatever you want to talk about. Ultimately, I mean that's yeah. the goal. And I mean, uh, it just doesn't interest me. Well, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. anything that's like a common milestone for people, human mm-hmm. beings, like has been so just uh, so done. And you, and it's like unless you find like a, a very unique perspective stemming mm-hmm. from your own personal experiences, it's it's uh, it just makes it. You know, like how many? Th- I, I just get in my thirties. Oh my god, I'm dead now. Yeah. Jokes are there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I just, it's kind of boring and I'm still, like, I feel like uh, I act like I'm still 25. Yeah. You're so youthful. You're youthful looking and your material is so fun. I do think, (laughs) I do think comedy, well, either comedy does that for you or it attracts that kind of person that, that is, is always kind of like youthful at heart. Yeah. Either that or it's been a broken down six year old man since the day they were 20. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's like, and if you can be both, oof. Look at you. You're I got a, a question for you. Real winner. <laughs> what do you think about 
because earlier we were talking about woman in comedy. Is it does it help or hinder you to be? And I Ross will punch me in the face for saying this, but Ooh, like, can you get a video uh, of that? Of one of the guys, <laughs> kind of comedian. Um, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's kind of funny because. Guys will say stuff to me like they'll like bounce a rape joke off me and I'm like, oh, just don't do it. Uh, (laughs) Just like uh, you're not that good yet. You know, like I feel like if you're going to do something, I don't know. I I mean, I it's never bothered me. I do what bothers me. Okay, I pretty much only have one pet peeve like say whatever you're gonna say do it leave me out of it mm. and guys will go on stage and they'll hit on me from stage Ugh. and that drives me insane That's gross, yeah. yeah it's really gross but they, they're like oh it's caitlin she doesn't yeah, care actually, it's like when, i do now when i've seen when i see that happening like it bothers me just deeply yeah it's like it's one thing if you um if you're doing a little crowd work or even if you have like a quick joke but when somebody's like i'm gonna hit on you and i'm gonna keep doing it persistently and i won't stop like i just want to get up there and take the mic out of the hand and be like you're done yeah did i talk about my thing with tommy treasure on our podcast ever i don't recall do, no. do you guys both know tommy treasure it sounds familiar so I, I do but you know though for those that don't just imagine what kind of awesome person that must be <laughs> yeah no he's he's great i love him i love his act it's very um well written crowd work and i say crowd work in quotes because it's very prepared ribs and jokes mm-hmm. at the audience, but it's very, it's very, it's very solid. It's and good, yeah. very yeah. funny, really good comic. Um, and at open mics, you have to practice new ideas. And at this one, it, this is just because of what you're saying being commented on sexually from another comic. Anyway, he's on stage and he looks at this Asian girl in the front row and he says something along the lines of, um, "I would like to." invade your oriental country something like that something with the word oriental in reference to an asian in the crowd directly to her face and invade in a way that like uh connotes rape or or um aggressive sexual behavior uh and it was the first time i've ever interrupted somebody at our mics uh, where i said tommy you, you can't you can't sexually you can't um call someone out sexually to their face in the room. And I don't even think they were comics. I think they were just like hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think that's unacceptable. And uh, I've talked about this before, but I, I, even if I feel really off put by it, like I, I, I do feel like I just have to sit back and like allow it yeah. to occur because I don't want to, I don't want to start being the censor, but I know we've, we've gone back and forth on this before. Some people really disagree with that perspective. Like I'm, I'm kind of like free speech to a fault. Yeah. In a way. Um, and sometimes like there's a sacrifices for that because people can say some really awful shitty things that you would prefer they not say. But once you start saying one person can't, then yeah, where do you yeah. draw the line? I mean, some people go, oh, you draw the line right there. But, you know, I, everybody's got a different opinion. I tend to when I because I used to host those mics. Right. And people would say pretty terrible things. But then most of the time I would say 19 out of 20 times they were saying something horrible it wasn't going over well. Right. So I'm I my I'm of the mindset like be silent and let them revel in their misery. Yes. You yes, know, yes. you're gonna bomb. Like yeah. you're being totally disrespectful and we're in a progressive enough city where yeah. people aren't gonna be like, Yeah, raper you yeah. know, like I probably could have said what I said off stage and I probably could have not said it on here. But uh but yeah, it yeah. Do you know the funny thing is I think in 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 a less progressive city they're even would hate that more. Yeah. Like yeah, like like just traveling around like you know, just traveling around the the country a little bit, you know, the little bit that I've been able to um New York is actually more tolerant of allowing people to go real dark with it. Um but yeah, if you if it doesn't pass muster here, it definitely won't Mm-mm. pass muster anywhere yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah. Especially uh, at an open mic. Oh, no. No. So, we were talking about Caitlin's work ethic yeah. and it got me thinking about something Jeff McBride started nerding out to me about something you said to him. Jeff McBride is a mutual friend of ours. He uh friend of the show. He's he's Episode a comedian zero. and part-time cue ball. Yeah. He's Episode a- 0. Yeah. He does have a very bald head. Super bald, shiny. shiny. He knows my cousin. Really? Ooh, yeah, they went to college together. Connections. Yeah. Oh, cuz you're West Coast, San Francisco, Bay Area. Yeah, well they he went to college in Montana and so did my cousin. Did and they, they know each other. Uh, I'm pretty sure maybe. 
Nice. Because I said, because I brought it up to her. I was like, oh, so you know Jeff? And she was just, she got real silent. And then we moved on. And I was like, oh, that's a definite possibility. Then. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to slowly back away from this one. Oh, that's amazing. Well, you know what? Anyway. Right now we've got on the phone. Yeah. yeah. McBride. <laughs> And Caitlin Palufo's cousin. <laughs> no, do you know what he he's been nerding out to several people about uh, that up? you said to him? The What's difference up? between drive and ambition. Oh yeah, Ta- I yeah. haven't even heard this out of your mouth. So can you talk about it with Caitlin? So well, I, can- I mean, we were just talking about it. Uh, he was, you know, everybody goes through slumps where they're just like, like this is this is tough, or especially like somebody like Jeff who's literally um, saved up a ton of money. And moved across the country and put everything he can into comedy in, in a city that he probably would rather not live if he could yeah. choose. And, um, um, and you know, sometimes he gets really frustrated. And I'm like – and I we, we ended up talking about the way that people approach us. And some people – I get the, the, the overall gist of it is like some people approach it with drive and some people approach it with ambition. Drive will – drive works. Ambition doesn't. If you approach comedy with like, oh my God, I want to be so famous. I want to be so amazing. Like I want everybody to know me and love me and all that kind of stuff. Like that's not – that that kind of motivation is – is it's it's almost a poisonous motivation yeah. and it will definitely prevent you from getting there. But if you just approach it with a mindset of like I want to get the best that I can be at this. I want to be the best that there is at this. I, every day I'm going to work as hard as I can to be the best that I can um, with that attitude – you know, having that drive, like I'm not going to stop no matter what happens. I'm going to keep going. That will take you yeah. as far as you can, you know, as you're able to. Yeah. yeah. I probably didn't, I didn't say it with the eloquence that I'm sure I have in the past, but that's the <laughs> I mean, Jeff, when sense. Jeff was telling me when he was recounting it, he was masturbating while doing it. Like he Yikes. was turned on. Well, when is he not? By what when you're is saying. He not? Oof. Yeah. No, but I overheard him also talk, having that discussion with Ian Lara at the stand mm-hmm. before our mic last week. And and I'm actually realizing right now what I was thinking. Uh, it's so funny how the people that don't need to hear this shit are the people that talk about it at length. Because you don't need – I don't feel like you need a pep talk. You seem no. so in the zone. Yeah. You've got the, you've got drive. You've got like drive. Yeah. In my I, opinion. Yeah, I'd say I have drive. What's I have a- ambition too, but like it's – my ambition is just to – it's their smaller goals. There's not for the love and fame and glory. It's yeah. more like I just want to make money at this because yeah, yeah. it's what I love doing. So I need. Well, I know I need to get yeah, really, really like good at it. That's a practical ambition, I yeah. guess. Right? Has yeah. there been a Has there been a low point? Has there been any time in these last three years when you're like, maybe this isn't for me? No, no. But I have been frustrated. Yeah. Like I've gotten because I I get a little bit of the depressed uh, yeah. mindset, which I think everybody. Right, if you've never point. felt like it wasn't for you, have you ever felt like, like what am I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've felt a little lost, like, yeah. uh, like more like where what I need to I need a plan. I need to figure something. I need to make myself available to more opportunities. Yeah, and because uh, at that point I was just doing like twenty five. 20 to 25 mics a week yeah. which will you know you're running around trying to you know get as many in because it's all about the numbers but then it's like what am i doing with this yeah i'm not you know i'm Is not it, being smart about it and yeah. then at the end i have no life i'm coming home to an empty house and i'm sad what <laughs> like uh, and i'm drinking a lot like i got what are your numbers now um i do it by the hour uh i try and make an hour a week uh, an hour of stage time. An hour of stage time a week. That's, That's great. what I try to That's do. That's such so. a smart way to think about it. Because if you think like you do shows, which yeah. are about, you know, 10, if you're lucky, 10 minutes yeah. in in the city. If you go outside the city, it's more. Because um, I'm like, I'm getting a little bit of road work now, which is yeah. nice. But um, where are you so going? it's like, where are you going on the road? Um, Just uh, wherever they send me like this pe- yesterday or Saturday, I did a firehouse out in Long Island. Nice. I did 15 minutes. So when you say they, is it like you have a manager or an agent or what? Um, I get road work through Roger Paul. Okay. Yeah. And, That's great. Uh, Johnny DiNopoli. Yeah. They Which send once me again, that, that, that brings up the point of like when you're going to a real show, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's where that happened. You, you were seen at the stand probably. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And then they're like, Hey, here's an opportunity. And then you mm-hmm. do well there and you get other opportunities. Yeah. 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 And that's, and I mean, that's why, yeah, I try, I'm glad that I had the, that time where I did all these mics because it helped me prepare for that mm-hmm. where, yeah. um, do you the, count that as part of your hour? Or is that like a separate consideration? What shows? Yeah. No, I count it Yeah. because, uh, if anything, you're just going up there. Like this one on Saturday is 15 minutes. 
you're going up there and you're running your set that yeah. you would do for any 15 minutes. And, how, uh, how close are you to being able to get out of the mics? No, I don't know if I'd ever want to. I you like can? them. I, I mean, I know you can, but it's like sometimes... You want to save space to work out some new shit. Yeah. I like the mics a lot, but the only thing that I'm frustrated with is that, you know, if you're if you're doing a mic, you know... Now, granted, not everybody follows this rule or, you know, personal rule, like where they're like, oh, if I go to mic, I'm going to stay through the mic. You know, like mm-hmm. a lot of people like I hit the mic as soon as I'm up, I'm out, you know? Yeah, no. And and that, but when you go to a mic, like by, you know, you want to kind of support, you want to stick around that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And, but that can end up like eating up a ton of time. Yeah. It, and especially if you're only getting four to five minutes. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to uh, get to the point where I don't have to go to a lot of mics. And when I do go to a mic, it's literally just to work out some new thing. Like when I'm good enough as a comic to like try something for the first time, know what's not working, go rewrite it, and then go fuck around with it at bar shows. Yeah. Like I can't wait to not be signing I mean, up for fucking mics. I, I mean, I, I would love to not do, you know, th- like today I'm probably going to do two mics in a show and then this. And uh, I'd love to be able to just like pick because, oh, God, something in, made me, recently made me realize like I will always do mics, I feel like. Um I went to the Creek in the Cave, which I don't go to a lot. And uh, I just watched funny comic after funny comic after funny Mm. comic that I'd maybe like a lot of them are, you know, I guess I would say higher on the pecking order than I am. Yeah. But uh, again, mixed with with the new guys, you know, so there was like, but just seeing them go up and do two minutes of focused material in front of a full room of comics. I feel like that's it was inspiring because it's like. Oh, th- this is how you make sure you never become hack. Yeah. Because the comics will hold you accountable. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I well, mean? Well, I also yeah. think it's good to go see shows with pros in them for that reason, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I love to go to the cellar as much as I can because that's like the top notch comedy mm-hmm. in the city. Um, you know, I mean, most people would agree that's kind of like the players' club of comedy clubs. And, um, uh, you know, to go there and see some of these guys just, uh, just slay slay for like 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and like it's nothing and uh, they make it they make it look so effortless and um and it's it's uh it's inspiring to watch that wait you you must have went to the four o'clock at the creek i went to on friday i went to the friday at uh six yeah yeah okay and i happened to just go i met a like i went to a mic at the grizzly pear which is better than most mics at the Grizzly that's Pair on Peter's Friday. Mic. Yeah, yeah, Peter, he does a yeah. great job with that mic. Yeah. Um, but then we left and we went to the and I, Mary Sella and Eric Lerman were going to the creek and oh, I was cool. like, oh, I'll join you. And so I, I love go. Eric Lerman. Oh my god! And I like Mary a lot too. Both beautiful hearts. Those Eric. Two. Some of my first mics were when he was hosting at Eastville. Oh yeah. Uh, he is just he is a delight. You would like that guy. Yeah. I don't know if I know him. He's a sweetie. Uh, what a ham. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool that you're you have that attitude. I'm I'm I think I'm I think I'm like burnt out this month or this season of my life. Mm-hmm. That's what my therapist said. She's like, and actually, I was like, I feel really disorganized, unfocused, blah blah blah. And then three sessions later, she's like, I think you're actually just burnt out. How many minutes you do in a week, man? I probably do about an hour a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important. Maybe. I keep track. I have a blackboard on my wall, and I I at the end of every day, I write. How many minutes? Like That's a good. nerd. Yeah. Do you keep all your recordings? Are you organized? Yeah, I have them all in here. Do you have your first sets ever? Uh, <laughs> yes and no, because I lost my phone, but then I listened to it like a year and a half ago on my old phone because it was still there, and it was crickets. Mm. And all I heard at one point was Ashley Vorsinger's laugh at yeah. one of my jokes and i was like that's probably why i didn't quit yeah <laughs> actually isn't that funny <laughs> did you did you yeah. at the time think like oh man this i'm i'm doing awesome or did no uh, no, no i thought i still think no I'm bad. you know why <laughs> you know why she didn't think that i mean i think we have to believe in ourselves number one but number two we have to be really real with ourselves and know like yeah i'm not it's not going great now but i know i can figure this out mm-hmm she, she, Caitlin is a self-aware person. Self-awareness comes up a lot. Mm. On this you know podcast. that makes a good I point. And I'm to gonna be. I'm gonna kind of steer this conversation a little bit for a sec. Um, I I've noticed. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, like right, yeah. like the the oh. especially in this country, there's just so much going on, and and um, you know, it's funny when you get into a, a room with comedians because. 
you either – I mean a lot of times with the audience, like the audience is exhausted from it. Like they've come into see comedy because they want to not think about or listen or hear about like all the shit that's happening. Um, and and then on the other hand, you have co- comedians that like some of them, like that's what they do. Like they do political humor. They do relevant humor. But I just would say by and large, a large majority of them do like really just – timeless in like not a classic way like just like i'm gonna be talking about my dick no matter what is happening in the world there could be <laughs> lava pouring through the streets and i'm gonna yeah. be doing a bit about you know fucking a box of uh cheetos or some you know or bag of cheetos you know like i mean like you just hear the fucking most ridiculous things people don't i just i don't know i just think it's interesting because i and i some i keep trying to bring it up somehow when I'm hosting a mic, which is like the worst time to do yeah. it because everyone's like, no, but. No, um, but this dick bit, it's really going to get you. Okay. This is the one. Well, <laughs> sometimes when somebody gets up there and they just do horrible, horrible, um, egotistical like jokes and like I'll make it like, man, I'm so glad that we didn't talk about, uh, you know, all of the horrible things that are happening in the world right now in lieu of, uh, you know, learning about, uh, you know. Yeah, I think you're overstepping your bounds. Mm. I don't think you can be the content police. No, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say them content police. I just am curious what you guys think about. Um, I mean, look, I, everybody can talk about whatever they want to talk about. But I can say this. I am ashamed that I don't have a more interesting point of view or uh take i do have lots of points of view i do have lots of opinions about what's going on in the world but i don't have any funny takes on it i don't have any funny insights because here's the thing we're comedians so we have to be funny about whatever we talk about up there so i am like well that's not really what i do i don't do political stuff but yeah, and in that sense, like, be. why should you? But yeah, but no, no, in that sense, that that's the other argument was like, why should you? Like, if you don't do political stuff and if you don't, if it, if it doesn't I mean, speak to your truth or whatever, like, why? I, I feel like with my act, I'm being political, but not being political because mm-hmm. I'm this strong woman coming up there. And sometimes in my crowd work, I'll hit on a guy from the stage. And I kind of got inspired based on when I would get hit on there and how uncomfortable it made mm. me. It was like, I'm going to do it right back to you. Yeah. So I, it's part of my act, which I think is in a way based on our climate, uh, a political it's, statement without being a political, overtly political. Yeah, it's sort so of. I talk about are like feminist issues, but within myself. It's so it's of, approachable, I guess. Yeah, I it's try. almost like performance art. Yeah. Oh, like, my goodness. Like you're, you're, yeah, you're making the point. You're showing and not telling. Showing. Yeah. That's what I try. Sometimes, you know, you don't. It's funny, though. Okay. So you brought up a, f- a good point with the political. Because this show on, on Long Island that I did on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I did it. There were three comedians, right? It was me and then a guy named Teddy Smith. Oh, um, Teddy Smith. You know Teddy? Yeah. I know Teddy. Yeah. Uh, super funny. Nice guy. Black. Yeah. Um, me, woman. Teddy Smith, black, and then a lo- typical Long Island uh, headliner. Yeah. I won't say his name. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and and so, like, it was, I did well, and then Teddy did very well. Um, and then the headliner guy had a hard time following, mm. right? Following mm-hmm. Teddy. But then he started doing a Trump impression. Yeah. And then it brought down the house. Like, it was like, crazy. And I was just like, wow, they really, they weren't digging this guy. And now they're digging him. I was like, oh, because they knew they weren't going to get the Trump material from me or Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> they were waiting for it. <laughs> Interesting. It was just like, Bleh! See, but that's funny because sometimes I feel like the um, the audience like, is the opposite of that. Like, they're like, oh, I didn't want to hear anything about any mm. of this, you know? I mean, I guess it depends. Maybe it's just how funny you are with that. Yeah. Maybe. You know? It was a good impression. Yeah. It that's a a, impression. I mean, a good voice will get you a long way. Yeah. yeah. But. People like it when you do stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just think it's something to think about because, uh, you know, like uh, comedy is an art form, you know, I believe. Um, you know, any kind of creativity, creative expression is, you know, generally an art form. And, and uh, you know, you can choose to be introspective or you can choose to be um, look, looking, you know, look at what's outside and around you and, and, and uh, comment on that. And, um, you know, there's there's uh, definitely pros and cons for both. I mean, some I, I know some comedians that are like, oh, don't ever do political humor. It polarizes the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been done so much, and yeah, and it's true. It's like if you go to if you look at like late night shows, uh, you know, they're all got a million. You know, they've got like fifty writers in the back, like writing, you know, pumping out yeah. political jokes for them. So, um, 
I, I, in fact, I remember when the whole thing came out with Trump liking golden showers. Uh, there, <laughs> I saw at least two or three instances in different shows of them using a joke about golden showers and memory foam on the on a <laughs> on a uh, mattress or whatever. <laughs> Um, Take it easy, Holbert. Oh man, we had a, like a like a, a strange person just walk in here, <laughs> and Patrick had a coughing fit. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be Cress, our next guest, and then it was someone that didn't look like Cress at all. No, very, very uncress like. Well, huh. I think the trick is to not sound like I worry about sounding tone deaf. Like if I go up there and I'm like, "Oh man, I used to drink so much, I pooped all over myself." Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Like, I, haven't heard, oh, I haven't heard that version of that joke. <laughs> like I don't I just don't want to be totally tone deaf, you know? Sure. Yeah. And I feel like I hate it when people are like, Trump, it's gonna be great material. Great mm. materials. Like, how can you make material when you're terrified all yeah. the time? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like I think you know, you know, like to be funny about a a trauma or something that's mm-hmm. upsetting to you, like you have to have processed it and moved beyond it yeah but we're still like make, yeah. living it every day we haven't like gotten a, the full brunt of it yet no? we're really every episode we talk about this i probably polar you know i like i don't i i wonder how many conservative well uh, i will say we listened to yeah i don't know that answer but i don't like it when a comic opens a set by saying Hey, I know we all feel unsafe right now. I know we all, like, whether it's a show or a mic, I think that's a bad look to assume everybody's on the same page. Right, right. That's a straight white male move, I feel like. (laughs) Well, I'm telling you how you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be honest. Like, I think it's really lame when people um, call out others for how they voted. Like, part of being part part of living in in the country that we live in is you can vote however you want to vote and you have every right to do that. And no one can tell you that. I mean, I can tell you that that was a shitty vote for my own opinion, but they had you still have every right to vote. At least you voted. At least you voted. At least you voted. I mean, yeah, you could be like, hey, I'd rather you had not voted for that person, but that's that's uh, that's totally your right to do that. And so, yeah, it does bug me when. People are like, oh, we're all on the same page. And then also you see these shout outs on Facebook. I don't know if you guys like where people are talking about something they're upset about because that's happening. And then they're like, oh, this person uh, or no, anybody that voted for him, like you're a piece of shit. It's like, well, yeah, no. you know yeah. what? Like you don't that really know everybody who, who voted yeah. and, and why they voted. And, you know, I mean, I have family members who voted for Trump and they are not pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's well, just yeah, like, my mom did, although yeah. she does annoy the the. She doesn't annoy the shit out of me sometimes. <laughs> um, we we have these conversations and uh, until the logic breaks down and that's yeah, yeah. But it's I mean part of comedy I feel like is just being unifying in a way. Yeah. Because um, the best jokes are the ones that everybody can relate to. Totally. Um, and so you're not going to do that by being like, "Hey, fuck Trump, huh?" Right. I mean, there's so many hot takes on anti-Trump banter, especially in New York City. You go anywhere right. outside of New York City, that's not going to flat. Yeah. So would you say these long this Long Island guy's jokes and his Trump impression did it lean in either direction? No, it was pretty down the middle. Yeah, I will say. But then you know, I think they took it a certain way because at the end they were screaming out four more years, mm. four, you know, mm. and I was just like, oh. Yeah. And then what uh, town were you in? he also called Hillary a, a, a witch or something like that. And I was like, Meh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then one guy leans over to me. He's like, you can laugh. We're in Long Island. And I was like, I'll laugh if it's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I can laugh. What town were you in? Um, Wata, Wagta, Wanta, yeah, yeah, Wanta. I know Wanta. And I mean, everybody they met there was wonderful. They were lovely and yeah. kind and accepting to me. And it was at a firehouse. It was for a beautiful cause. Yeah. Like it was, it was a great experience. Yeah. But it was just interesting to see the, you know. So it was like a, it was, it was for like a cause or like mm-hmm. the benefit of some yeah. Sort? And it's called Laughter Saves Lives, and it's this guy, uh, John Larukia. Um, he basically goes to different firehouses and he puts on a comedy show and the money goes towards someone. Uh, I think at first it was inspired by people who, uh, are firefighters who died in nine 11. Mm-hmm. And so they would have a memorial for these firefighters who died and they'd put it, do the show in their honor and raise money for their family. And you were doing jokes yeah. about banging without condoms and stuff. Oh yeah. Nice. They liked yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did a bunch of shows in Jersey earlier in the month and, uh, I could just tell the political vibes mm-hmm. of the people. But I have to say they were 
so fun. Yeah. Like, they want to laugh at, like, I have some, like, borderline misogynistic jokes. Like, there's some, like, girlfriend choking jokes that are some of my earliest jokes. I'm not that proud of them, but I don't have a shitload of jokes yet. So I got to use what I got to use, you know? Mm-hmm. And those got huge laughs. And it was like, oh, yeah, this is a funny joke. This is a silly idea. It's mm-hmm. a funny joke. And they're laughing in a big yeah. way at it. So it's like, do I want to be doing comedy shows in New York City for the liberal elite? Or do I want to just be performing in front of big rooms full mm-hmm. of fun people? And they're a fun, warm, uh, supportive people. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, 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 I got to tell you, when you're performing in front of an audience... As long as that audience isn't like physically trying to assault you in some way, in general, you're like, I, I love these people. You know, yeah. like, uh, you know, I don't care what background they come from. Like, they've come out here, they're, watch, they're watching me do my thing. And, and, you know, maybe they like it, maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah. I actually, I really love when people heckle recently. I've been having like a ton of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost want to play, I did a, I did a spot at the stand mm-hmm. and, I was probably very politically incorrect in how I handled the situation, but uh, it, this is a great lead-in. Can I play? Can I play yeah. this thing? Yeah, uh, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> let me see. Okay, here we go. It's a big lead up. Sounds like Ian Laura hosting. Yeah. Your headline. I'm bringing next comic to the stage. Please clap it up. What a Tristan Smith, everyone. Oh, he's Tristan great. Smith. Yeah. Tristan Smith. Oh my gosh, it's Tristan. Oh, it's Tristan. Hey guys. Guys, we're looking. Okay, one retard. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that was not awesome. Politically correct over there. Uh, wait, but hold on. Wait, what were you reacting to? Yeah. I, uh, I was uh, being silly. One retard. Great. Wait, wait. Uh, hey, everybody, please clap it up for Tristan Smith, everyone. Listen, Smith. listen carefully. Listen carefully. Hi, guys. Yeah. Okay, one retard. <laughs> yeah, that was done. Yeah. Wait, wait. There's more, though. Uh, you may recognize me from the door. Classic move. They were like, all the super popular girls went up. Let's set up. Excuse me, what? Yeah, yeah, you did. That's very good. Is everybody a fucking idiot in this crowd? They pay you the money. Yes, you did. You did the voice. Okay. Jesus Christ. You went. You called them the R word, and then you did the R word voice. I know. I'm the worst, but they they enjoyed it. I mean, it is funny. That's the thing. That's why everybody's like, why is there all this discussion about what words you can and can't say? It's because it's so intoxicating when you use one of those words and it gets a huge laugh. Yeah. There's nothing else like it. (laughs) Uh, No, but I was just like, on one hand, I'm like, come on. But on the other hand, I'm like, oh, man, I love when people just... Are total idiots out in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. And they think they're helping. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you went full alpha, and that's another thing comics have to remember. Yeah. Is if you're going to go, if you're going to say something harsh, you have to double down on it and go full alpha with yeah. it. Yeah. No, that's the way I think. I mean, well, it depends on what we mean by alpha. I think you have to own the stage when you're up there all the time. Even if you are doing like a character or you have a certain type of like presentation where you're like, Oh, I'm kind of a meek. Well, you know, you still have to like own that stage yeah. or yeah. people are not going to be with you, you know, yeah. and that's where improv chops come in. Yeah. Oh, anytime I've gotten up there and I'm, I actually did a show at Broadway and I wasn't feeling the vibe too much. Cause it was just like a rough room. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, when you kind of let it get it under your skin before you go up and then I went up and I wasn't owning my presence there. I was a little bit meek, and yeah. and I just, you know, I was barely holding on to him like the entire time, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah, I struggle with that because sometimes I can come on a little too strong, like mm. too aggressive. Yeah, and then if I'm nervous, I found this out, which is upsetting. Whenever I'm nervous, it takes me like a minute to get into it, and then I forget that I'm nervous. But that first minute is just like me with my arms folded. Just like talking, which is if you know, oh, you I've do, seen that. know my act. It's I've seen it. Not yeah. good. Not yeah. good for me. <laughs> not, not what I'm about. <laughs> so it's like just that first minute of being like, wait, no, I'm the one with the microphone. 
Did That's you get that? Did you get yeah. that, guys? Thanks. Uh, like, make sure I want, it's on the nice, levels. Got Thank some nice you. pipes on you. Yeah. Oh, baby. Thank Do you. Do you sing? Do you no. come from a singing background? No, my mom was in choir. Oh, you come from an art background. Art background. Oh, yeah. and I said performance yeah, art before, and I forgot I about that. I, I thought you were about... going to bring it back around. There I was so are... proud of you, what? but you were just an what? idiot. Oh my okay. God. Yeah. What, what is your art background? What did you do? Did you oh, there are some videos. Oh, they're the best. I, I did, once uh, did a show where Caitlin oh, brought yeah. a video presentation. It's her in a white room just fucking pounding a dead pig hanging Not off having the sex with slapping. Oh, I slapping, was slapping, punching. There's a big difference. Oh, you did like serious performance art. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I went to Pratt. I got my master's in it. Like you. I was like... I went to a fine art school too. Oh, yeah? Where'd yeah. you go? Well, I went to... I ended up going to Cornish um, in Seattle. Oh. I got a full ride scholarship to Parsons. What? Yeah. And and then I didn't go because my parents convinced me to not do it. And Why? Because of New York City. Because it was New York City, and they were like, "It's going to be super expensive." But I was like, literally, they were like, "They're going to pay for y- everything." F- four years free, like free tuition. Why didn't you do it? And now that I think back to it, I want to fucking punch myself and my parents. Yeah. But I, you know, but yeah, and I ended up going to some other school, and I hated it. And then and then I went to Cornish, which actually was like, uh, which was a pretty cool school. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I always wonder if I had. I would have come to New York like way earlier. Yeah. But I'm glad because I lived in Seattle for four years, which is an awesome town. I had, yeah. a, I had a really good time. But That's great. Um, but yeah, so I went to our school to study like – I ended up doing like photography, drawing, and some like video stuff. Yeah, I did uh, photography and video. Yeah. I did, I did like uh, – I didn't do like full-on performance art, but I would do like those video installation pieces. You know, did you, uh, did you ever do oh, that yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah. Video installation, video montage, and then performative video. Did you ever run into those kind of people that they would do performance art, but it was like, there was like, this girl in my, in my, like, I guess grade. That, um, <laughs> I guess that's what they She's are. She's in my right? class. She's in my class. <laughs> and she just didn't really have too many original ideas, but she had like a really hot body. She was, like and so oh, she would naked girl syndrome rest just and always then, naked yep always naked and that like somehow their pe- like the piece <laughs> was always were you i had there were a few that i did where i was nude but did you have like a real ideas behind it because some yes. of these girls like literally they wouldn't have an idea like sh- like sh- like they would just have like whale sounds playing and they'd be in like stockings or, or like nothing at all and like that was like yeah that you know, no. was a piece i it took me a while to get to it there was like two pieces where i was nude but uh, but I always tried them with clothes first, mm. <laughs> then try to try to try to try, and then eventually I was like, well, this is only going to work if. Would you do the naked show at the creek? No. Why not? No. Do no. You, what about you, a my lingerie? Naked days are done. What about a lingerie? Ladies of comedy lingerie comedy. Is it, no. is it, is it What do you think about this? Is it con- is it like live your self- life, live your truth? You is do it self confidence, or is it is it just like that was like a different context? What do you mean? Like, like I could understand, like if it's like, well, uh, when I when I did that, I was like 19 years old, and like I had no, I was like, to, like, cause like when I was like 10 years ago, like I like my body's like, hey, yeah, I'll fucking put it all out there. Now yeah. I'm not as proud. Um, but there's also, uh, you know, but there's also the context, like in the context of art, like fine art, yeah, nudity seems more appropriate. Yeah, and it was necessary. Right. Whereas with comedy, I feel like it's just gratuitous. I'm not even that. And it's just, just like, about the words, right? It's about the words and it's about the person. And if they want to do it and they think that's going to empower them, then do it. But I feel like I don't want to do it. I love <laughs> how you're just like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean, like I, I was nude. No, it was you. great. And I'm yeah. no, no, thank you. Real quick. No, you, you said, uh, do you, I don't care. Do you, yeah. is that your attitude in general toward the comedy scene? Like, do you, yeah. do you? Have you been able to stop thinking or did you ever stop thinking about how other comedians do what they're doing or how they behave or how they whatever? Do you, do you ever get hung up on the bullshit? I did. And I think that's when I was feeling pretty low because I was like working really hard and going nowhere, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and everybody goes through that and everybody goes through that. And it's more like if you keep working, everybody's going to get their opportunity at a different time. So you just got to prepare for your opportunity, whatever it's going to be, whether you go into your opportunities in voiceover or in acting or, you know, it's just like if you keep preparing yourself, you know, how did you get it'll how did you get from 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 fine art into comedy? Actually, when you talk about I'm curious, it was always something that I thought I'd be good at. I thought because I've always been kind of silly. And then I started making kind of uh, silly uh, performative videos, like funny videos that were tragic (laughs) 
and then I started I, doing the same thing. Like 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 the 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 video installations became like comedy pie- sketch pieces. Yeah, but yeah. mine were always very sad at the end. <laughs> I, I was a dark I was humor. A, yes, dark yeah. humor. Of course, <laughs> slapping that pig around was pretty. It's funny. It, it's, right? I really want to see that. I but it's so that. I was so sincere. I meant it. I was oh, like, yeah. no, this is serious. But then you watch it. Is like, that on That's YouTube somewhere? Fucking hilarious. Probably. Oh, I used to have it on my website, you but now I transitioned us, all the way over to You've got to give us a link so we can put it on our website along with this yeah? podcast. I'll yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll make it uh, on private, a Vimeo leak, and send it to you guys. I would love that I so was much. so serious. It I was, was great, though. You, you committed and yeah. you, as hard as you commit to your... I mean, that that you know what? Every time I watch you, I'm so inspired by how much you commit to your material and and owning the stage and all oh, that thank stuff thank you that's very nice here's another question unless i don't want to cut you no, off go. tristan do, as a woman do you want to travel this country and play all the dark dingy bar rooms and clubs and weird places around this country oh yeah i, I mean i got a car so i'm ready yeah i own a car i'm ready to go i have and no doubt you could yeah. do it yeah I would love to do all the, awesomely. you know, shithole places and because I, I that's keep, the most fun. It's I the, keep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep returning to this like uh, one of the guys thing, but like you are, you do seem like a person that can take care of themselves in any oh, environment. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm glad I started later because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm 30 now, but I'm in this business. I feel like it's how you look. Also, mm-hmm. that's important. But like, I if I started when I was 22, I would be gone. I'd yeah. quit. Yeah. I would have just don't have the stamina at that time. Well, at that time, I was drinking all the time, and I was miserable, and it, it was. It was probably because you weren't doing comedy. Probably, and now <laughs> look at me. I'm still drinking, but I'm having a good time doing it. I'm doing yeah. it with a smile on my face and yeah. not blacking out nearly as much. So, good, good job, Palufo. Only three times a week now. Yeah. <laughs> You, I'm down to once a month. Woo! And it sounds like you're really into Max, and that's so great. So yeah. I, I'm happy to hear that. And he that. likes me, which is nice. Yeah. You know? And like, respects you deeply. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to do three mics today. He's like, okay, I'll have dinner for you. Aww. He's very sweet. Are you so, living together? Yeah, we live together. Nice. How long have you guys been together? Uh, we've been together just uh, coming up on a year. So, nice. so, so far you guys have been together, and there's not really been any, like, comedy hasn't really, like, cause you any kind of challenges in the relationship no that's great no he comes like we i got into a festival in indianapolis and he he was like can i come and i was like yeah so we went to indianapolis how together many festival, how many festivals are you doing um i've got i've gone and gone and done three uh well, i done, guess gone and done, done three gone, did three uh they're real nice uh i did the women in comedy festival the finger lakes festival the trial by laughter festival and now i'm in the stand up new york you festival explain to me and all the other people that are ignorant as i am how the fuck do you even apply to and or go about getting into these festivals you have to do a bunch of research like no, what are you doing you just uh honestly you can honestly just google comedy festivals and the one I I, I used Bad Slava because mm-hmm. they have a festival tab. You can just oh, click on it, and there's all these festivals. You know, I start I used Bad Slava all the time, like three years ago, and now I I don't yeah. even look at it. But. Even freemikes.com or freemikesnyc.com, they have a festivals page. But you just go and you basically, I researched, I just Googled it, like ten best comedy festivals in New York or in uh, the United States. Yeah, and they'll give you a list. And then you see when the due dates are and you just apply. And, and it costs usually costs like 25, 30 bucks. May I ask you and to then, send a video in or something? And a video like that? Yeah. and a bio and a headshot. And then you can also go to comedysoapbox.com and they just have your video on file. Mm. And so you can just. And it's today, so you, easy to send. today you applied for the Rhode Island one? Bridge, Bridge, Bridgetown, which Bridgetown. is in Portland. You told That's me about Comedy one. Soapbox That's the a, other day. Portland, other Maine. Day. Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> That's a big trip. It's a big trip, but I, I have a friend who lives there. What so are the dates? On the off chance I do get in. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, the uh, deadline to apply is tomorrow. Okay. So apply. It's 25 bucks, um, and it's like a showcase. It's not a competition. So it's hard to get into. How this, many times will, will you get up? This episode will definitely not be posted yeah, I know. in time. So yeah. How uh, many times will you get up during the festival? Um, I think it's like three but you basically the way they do it, I believe it's similar to Limestone Comedy Festival, where you um, and the Hell Yeah Fest in New Orleans, like it's a uh, you get paired with a decent headliner, and so you open mm-hmm. for a headliner. How much time are you doing? I have no idea. I mean, I could be wrong about Bridge. Well, with the other with the other uh, festivals, like what was it like 10, 15, 20, 30? What is it? Um, with uh, Trial by Laughter, it was a competition. 
So you uh, did five minutes. If you moved on, then you got to do eight minutes. And if you moved on, then you got to do eight minutes. How far did you get? I got it to the finals. Oh, nice. Yeah. Woo! Did you, Look do you at have me. to do different, a mm-hmm. different one it every all time? Has, yeah, you can't have any repeating material. Um, Finger Lakes, it was, they had the competition, which was only two rounds, but then they had, um, like, uh, eight minute spot shows, uh, to fill in. So I did like four shows plus the two competition shows. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like certain festivals are really fun. Like the women in common and comedy festival, that was all showcases. You did three shows. Um, two shows were like feature spots where you did like seven or eight minutes. And then, uh, another one I hosted, which I did 15 minutes. So that was cool. I mean, it's well, basically you, for networking. Do you have any other kind of upcoming events that you want to tell people about? Upcoming events. Well, Stand Up New York Festival, the first round. You is, got in. I got in. Congratulations. Thank you. It's February 22nd. Nice. So that's five minutes. Do or die. Can Here we go. Can people buy tickets online or? Yeah, you can buy tickets online. Um, so wait, you get five minutes and if it doesn't go well, you're just done. You're just done. Yeah. But if you do well, you get move on. It's like a You tournament. move on to the next day, which is eight minutes and then finals are eight minutes and it's a, i think it's just basically auditioning for the club well go get them tiger we Aww, believe in you guys thank you this, great. Thank yeah, you, this was fun so, so great to have you this is so much fun thanks for having me guys yeah. i hope that rash goes away patrick it's gonna oh, it's gonna because i got another pair of gym shorts to wear good tomorrow for we're you. gonna slather some medicated ointment on yeah flushable wipes coming at yeah. you here we go guys you've been listening to the comics table i'm sweet tea and i'm sweet pea and uh we've just had such a pleasure thank you guys so much for listening we'll talk to you in your face things happening soon i don't know yep good night goodbye